Hello, everyone. Well, we lost an incredible entertainer this week. Some guy in Austin and I discuss how Naomi Judd built a bridge between her heart and mine. She was a determined woman with a talented daughter and a dream. May she rest in peace. Hey, everyone. I'm Lindsay, and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's episode 265 of the I Hate Green Beans podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay. I'm here with some guy in Austin. And it kind of reminds me of when we were talking about Kenny Rogers because we're about to talk about something that's sad but want to be celebrated but sad it's Naomi Judd who recently just passed away you're the one who actually told me about it yeah I um so it's so weird because she was you know 76 and the, the statement that uh her daughters Ashley and Winona uh released just simply said she was a quote a victim of mental illness which mm-hmm. I think pretty sad she was said to be, uh, get a be inducted to the Country Music Hall of Fame. That yeah. I guess a couple days after like this, this and, week or something, or this yeah. week, past weekend. So, so sad. Apparently, and I didn't realize this. I think you know you hear about this stuff in passing over the years. You know, you see a story here and there, but you never give it any real thought. But you know, I had seen where she had struggled with depression and some other issues in the past, and apparently, you know, for whatever reason, that seems to have caught up with her uh, at a time when she was in her golden years, mm-hmm. which is always pretty sad. So I, I felt bad for, I don't know if you saw the induction ceremony, but that had to be just heart wrenching standing mm. up there giving that speech. Um, but yeah, I feel bad for him. And I know that you were, you're probably a bigger fan of them than I am just because it's a mama and daughter, mm-hmm. you know, duo and all that. But I, I liked them a lot and I have some things to say about them. So I think you uh, have the right idea to do this. Yes. I, saw the Judds in 2011, which I'm so glad I did. I was a fan in the 80s, but I was also very young when they were in their, well, I shouldn't say that. At the beginning of their reign, I was young. By the time they hit the 90s, which is kind of when they shut down as a duo and Winona went off and did her own thing, I I really got into Winona too, but I, that's whenever I turned back and, and really looked at their music and appreciated the harmony of the two and how natural it was and how powerful Winona's voice was and how effortless Naomi's voice was with it. And I appreciated the songs because most of the time, 80% of the time they were singing about love. Or <laughs> or some weird, you know, girl riding in her dining like, Mama, he's crazy, crazy over me. And I thought, oh, he's not that kind of crazy. Well, he might be, but you know, he's crazy over me. And it just it, that kind of that kind of fluff speaks to my soul. And so when they came around in 2011, it was one of those things where I, I think they had maybe a comeback tour or something, and it was. It was very short and a lot of us who just grew up with 90s country and 80s country, someone sent around a text and said, hey, they're coming to Nutty Jerry's. Have you ever been to Nutty Jerry's in Beaumont? (laughs) 
<laughs> uh, it's going to surprise you, but no. <laughs> that does surprise me. <laughs> Nutty Jerry's is the place that you go. And, and it was it was odd to me because it wasn't a stadium. Nutty Jerry's is not a stadium. So what I appreciated is that they were doing mid-size hole-in-the-walls, if you will, just these little tours of mid-size hole-in-the-walls. And Nutty Jerry's is a rodeo on 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 during the week. And then during the weekend, they turn their venue into, um, a, I guess, a, a musical stage. And what I appreciated about it is, this is way too much information, but I just thought it was so cool because I'd never seen this before. If you imagine the stage, and if you're looking out on the audience, they're split um, vertically three ways. So you've got a left audience, a middle audience, and a right audience. And the middle audience had picnic tables and waitresses and food that you sat down and you enjoyed your concert. On the left, you just had bleachers, like you're at a graduation ceremony. And on the right, it was standing room only. So by the time we got our act together, all, you know, we're all too old to be standing up, but it was the Judds. And so we all decided we are young enough to stand up. And so you had to come and it was first come first served. So if you were standing room only, we bulleted as far down as we could go. And so we were at the stage because it was vertical, you know, it wasn't horizontal. So you could get up really close to the stage on that right side. And there was probably about six of us. And it was one of the first times I'd ever met Laura and we both went to the Judds, and to this day, our friend Anne Corrigan, it's her biggest regret, is not going with us to see the Judds, wow. because they were incredible. They sounded exactly like they sound on your cassette tape in your high school vehicle or on the radio. They were they were um, very humble. They were classy. They sang and kind of told stories a little bit, but not too much, because you're there to hear the songs, but you also want to hear background and it was amazing. And I always say, love built a bridge between their heart and mine. And it it was really one of the one of the top concerts that I've ever been to, I believe. Not the top, no, not gonna say Nutty Jerry's is the top experience I've had, but one of the top ones. Have you ever seen them live? I think I did many years ago at the Houston Livestock Show. Rodeo, Rodeo. that's what I was wondering. I bet you did. And I would say that most of the kind of legend people that you know, the, the big stadium touring people in country music that I've seen, um, other than the ones I'm really, you know, passionate about, um, I've seen at the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo. And so, as you know, that's just a big party for about three weeks. And, mm-hmm. you know, you, uh, you know, back in the day when you're living there, people have tickets or, you know, people on committees and all that. So the, the judge, uh, a little bit different for me than for you. I mean, someone I was always conscious of or some a group I was conscious of, but never really followed. Um, although I think that the, now I found out later that their names are stage names. They are. <laughs> and, um, but I don't think it could be any better. Naomi and Winona. I know. It's the country duo. It's like perfect. Um, but you know, the other thing I didn't realize, and I, I read a little bit, um, before we did this is cause I wanted to acquaint myself, but you know, she, uh, Naomi, who's the mom that, that, uh, passed away. Um, she dragged Winona out to LA and they kind of made it on their own. Yeah. Um, you know, they, they were, uh, pretty tenacious. And I think 
from what I read, Winona was a nurse and had taken care of some executive's kid and forced them to listen to their demo tape. And that's mm. how they got signed. Um, so they're totally ground up, self-made type of people. Yeah. I think that they were on food stamps and all this stuff. So it wasn't like they were royalty that walked into an easy gig. They mm-hmm. grinded it out, made it on their own. And I would imagine, you know, if you're Winona and you're a child and you're just kind of going through that and making it, it sort of has a novelty, right? It doesn't affect you as much if you're a stressed out mom trying to feed your kid. Right. Um, and you're trying to make it in a, at what that time was in basically a male dominated industry with, uh, as a single mom. So right. props to her for making it happen. But, um, yeah, I did see them, I think years and years ago at the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo, but I hadn't seen them since then other than, you know, TV and award shows, stuff like that. Well, the interesting slash very sad thing that I have to add to that is Anne stopped me at church last week sometime and she said, Hey, did you hear that the Judds are have another finale tour? And I said, What? And she said, I'm going this time. And she had already had tickets. I think she was gonna go in Chattanooga or Nashville or somewhere over there where she has friends. And she said, You should come. And that was last week. Yeah. And so when she heard the news, she was just devastated. It just goes to show that if you have these, you know, icon, I want to go, this is sad to say, or, or you know, I want to go see the X, Y, and Z before they die, you got to do it because you just never know. Do you have that list or are you pretty good at seeing people who you want to see? I feel like um, you're really good at that. I'm pretty good. I saw, I, I saw Willie Nelson. I've seen Willie Nelson probably three times in the past few months. Oh, okay. Um, for obvious, <laughs> obvious reasons. Uh, he just turned 89 okay. on uh, Saturday, I think. Yeah. Um, I saw him at the rodeo too. So I feel like he, he's checked off. I, I would have liked to have seen him maybe five years ago when he, yeah. he did a better job singing, but he's 89. I, I mean, yeah. still braiding that hair with that bandana. You go, Willie. Yeah, I've been seeing him quite a bit and uh, agreed the last 10 years he has definitely slowed down a little bit. But um, And then I saw, I had the pleasure of seeing George Jones in mm. person about a year before he passed away. Nice, nice. And that was a dream. Uh, we talked about it a little bit last week, but um, not really country, but more Americana rock. Um, I regret not seeing Tom Petty. Tom I never Petty. saw Tom Petty mm-hmm. live. And, you know, it's, it's one of those things, and one of the reasons why I agreed to do this with you is that you know, again, you sort of passively experience these artists on the radio or on TV or through soundtracks or whatever, even though you don't pay attention to them. But occasionally there's some artists that really, at least in my case, you identify with and you you really care about their music in a way that you don't realize until you hear that they're dead. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe that was like these folks for you, it sounds like. But, um, you know, it's just sad when you, you get somebody that's that influential and big and loved and you know everyone's looking forward to their you know 10th finale right. tour or whatever it is <laughs> and then I just always go back to when, when one of these folks like you know i mean i can think about a kurt cobain chris cornell um amy winehouse who kind of drank herself to death mm. but you look at these deaths that these people that are adored by millions and millions of people and you would think well, what else do they need mm. and I don't know the answer to that question. It always strikes me as so sad when someone dies that alone in a way like that, when, you know, so many people identify with them and think about how many 
lives they've changed through songs mm-hmm. and influenced people and gotten them through sad times and all that. It's just sad to see someone go like that. Do you have favorite Judd songs? Do you know them well enough to know songs that you would sing along to on the radio? I would only, yeah. I mean, I would only know the main, you know, the, just their main hits. I mean, I think they had like 20 hits yeah. or something like that. But yeah, I mean, I'm familiar enough to know. I mean, Mama, He's Crazy is the one that always comes to mm-hmm. mind. But um, Mama, He's Crazy. Grandpa, tell me about the good old days. <laughs> yes, that's a good um, one. And they also did, they cut, I think, a couple of uh, Elvis songs, you know, that Elvis had was, um, uh, there was one called I Had a Dream or something like that. And then there was, and I think that was a B-side in one of the Elvis albums. Mm. Um, and then I can't remember the other one, but I think they cut a couple of Elvis songs that I was familiar with. And so I, you know, I recognize my ears perk up whenever those, whenever I heard those. So. Yeah. I have a list of favorite ones and I'll include it on the, I'll, I'll include my list in the show notes, but you've, you've mentioned grandpa, which is a good one. And mama, he's crazy, which is also one of my favorites, but I love, um, young love. Young love. Strong love. True love. It's a new I love their storytelling. I don't think they wrote their songs, but they were smart in the songs that they picked up or somebody was wise taking their songs to the Judds. But that that storytelling is good. Have Mercy, um, which is probably a, a little bit of a nod to Elvis Presley too, is a good one. And Why Not Me? Love is yeah. Alive. You know, ironically, Love Can Build a Bridge is not one of my favorites, but it is the last song that came out right before Naomi stepped back because I think she she had a sickness or something, and she stepped back and let Winona take the spotlight alone. But there's there's so, so many. And Rockin' with the Rhythm of the Rain, oh, my gosh, that's a good one. I just feel like they, um, it's the harmonies that did it for me. It also, there's a little bit of weirdness, and I was wondering if I should go here, but I, I decided to just now, that people always compared my look to Winona Judd and my mom to Naomi. Could you see that? <laughs> really? Yes. I guess so. <laughs> They did. You guys got to dye your hair. I know. Bright red and just see what happened. I mean, my mother could be Naomi because my mother picks out the harmony when anyone is singing and she goes high and low and she can do it all. I, 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 I can sing, but I cannot sing like that. But I would, I remember people used to say that I always look like Drew Barrymore or Winona Judd. And I remember thinking, Thanks with a question mark at the end because I think she's beautiful, but I think Naomi is just striking. Yeah, and so no I question. would always think, um, you know, my mother is, is 
striking, which I think she is. But my mom did have red hair for a while. And I'm sure that's when people said, gosh, you look just like Naomi. Because they're there. She had Winona when she was young, right out of yeah. high school, maybe. So they're yeah. they're very close in age. Yeah. So the other thing that I understand was, first of all, I'm, I'm just picturing you and your mom touring around the country. You know? <laughs> Mom doing my hair real big in the yeah. school bus. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the my understanding, well, first of all, didn't she have, and Naomi had like hepatitis or something, I think it was what quit. Yeah, some sort of illness. Yeah. But I also got the, and, and this is probably could be substantiated. There was some other daughter tension there. I think the, the yeah. more Winona kind of progressed and got confident, I think she started writing a lot more songs. And I think you're right. They didn't. They, they were essentially a cover band that had really good song selections mm. before. And then I think what, my understanding is why Nona started to kind of mature musically and write mm-hmm. her own stuff and branch out and collaborate with other people. Um, and mom couldn't say what goes anymore. You know, that's just a natural progression. I think as your kid becomes a, a real adult. Yeah. Um, so that, that was probably going as much as anything else, but to their credit, you know, look, they, they were, I guess, uh, mature enough to recognize it, separate, and they were always able to get back together. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not like they hate each other. That's right. Have you heard, this is what my mother believes 100%. Have you heard the rumor that Winona is Elvis's love child? I actually have heard that. Um, and I don't know if it's plastic surgery or whatever, but she does kind of look she like She does him. look like him. I know. When you look at her, you go, hmm. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I definitely heard that. I can't remember where I heard it, but I definitely heard that. And then I also, um, apparently her real dad or her dad wasn't her real dad or something like yeah. that. Like she, it was, uh, she was pregnant when she married the first guy and, uh, and, and then came out later that the dad was someone else. Right. So. But that someone else she said is not Elvis Presley, but my mother's like, Oh, it totally is. <laughs> <laughs> Mama's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. M- Mama is crazy sometimes too, but it's good. So this is kind of a, a, a macabre question under the circumstances, but you know, you've got to suffer, I think, to be an artist, they mm-hmm. say. Do you think that a really good album will come out of this kind of tragedy that mm-hmm. Winona will be inspired to go on tour by herself in five months as a tribute to her mom? Yes. Yeah, I do too. I do. I mean, yeah, that's got to be third. That's the only therapy that I can think of yeah. in this circumstance would be to get back out there and, you know, and not it, hide. Do you, does Ashley Judd sing? You know, actually, it's funny you say that because I was just thinking about that. She does, but not like her sister. Right. I did see a deal. What show? Some show where the three of them did a song and she can carry a tune. Yeah, because I'm wondering if she could come come in with those harmonies that Naomi did, yeah. and well, they do a tribute to her mom that way. She's definitely the early Mandrell of the sisters. <laughs> <laughs> Remember Earlene? God bless yeah, her. She played the drums. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, I think she sort of. She yeah. kept the beat on the drums. <laughs> yeah. She no, no don't give her Louise. A, Yeah, don't give her a microphone. Louise will take that. Thank you. Yeah, she was the uh, comic relief and uh, bless her heart. She was pretty when mm-hmm. she had that going for mm-hmm. her, but uh, mm-hmm. 
she couldn't carry a tune to save her life. <laughs> but thank goodness they let her they let her participate. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean it was important. It was a three sister thing, and she needed an income, and she was kind of funny, I guess, yeah. in in a variety show kind of way. <laughs> What song do you want me to play out at the end? I'm going to go with Why Not Me. Okay. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> God bless Naomi Judd. And, uh, you know, I uh, it's a it's a bummer. But, uh, you know, look, she will be remembered in a positive way. So, yeah. rest her soul. Yeah. You've been looking for love all around the world. Baby, don't you know? Hey, thank y'all for listening and make sure to check out my Spotify playlist in the show notes of all my favorite Judd songs. There's more there and maybe a little bit of Winona too. Remember, one of the best things you can do to support a podcast is to review the show on iTunes. It would be an honor if you headed over there and left us your thoughts. Make sure to follow me on all the socials. You can find me at socials. I believe I said that. Yeah, your socials. You can find me at Lindsay on Twitter and at Lindsay Ray on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to check out my real books, Why I Hate Green Beans and It's a Love Story. You can find them wherever books are sold. Y'all stay safe, have courage, and be kind out there until we're together again. Love you, mean it. Texas forever.